seated. Good morning. A warm and joyous welcome to everyone on this first day of winter. It's great to be here this morning. I can feel the anticipation and I'm anticipating the anticipation to come. This is the fourth uh, Sunday of Advent. What are you waiting for? What am I waiting for? When I call out to God, God hears me and restores my soul. I am a child of God, called to belong and to be redeemed by grace. Please turn to the back of the bulletin and join me in the call to worship. I will be the one, and you can be the many and the all. Oh God, my God, I cry out to you. Will I follow the child you sent to lead me? Will I no longer be afraid, but be restored? Let us pray. Restore us, O God, and may we live in the presence of your love and your belonging. Let your light shine in and through us. May each of us heed your call to belong in you through Jesus Christ, bold, grace-filled, and in full awareness of who you are. God with us. Amen. We could all stand again. Oh, come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come, ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the king of angels. Oh, come, let us adore. 
come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Oh, sing choirs of angels, sing in exultation, sing all ye citizens of heaven above. Glory to God, glory in the highest. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh, come, let us adore Him, Christ the Lord. Oh, hail, Lord, we greet Thee. Born this happy morning, O oh Jesus, forevermore be thy name adored. Word of the Father, now in flesh appearing, oh come let us adore him, oh come let us adore him, oh come let us adore him. Him, Christ the Lord. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh, come, let us adore Him, Christ the Lord. Maybe seated. Let us pray. Thank you, God, for the greatest gift ever given, the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ. Now accept our heartfelt gifts to you to be used to further your kingdom on this earth. Amen.
scripture reader reading this morning is from Matthew 1, chapter, yeah, Matthew 1, verses 18 through 25. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found, in, found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took Mary home for his wife, as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him, and he gave him the name Jesus. Today we light the uh, remaining Advent candles, including the Christ candle. Christ's coming as a precious newborn baby nudges us to take a leap of faith. We can move beyond our stubborn doubts and hesitancies by trusting the all-sufficiency of our gentle, loving, and sacrificial Savior. Leap into life. Faith is believing what God says. Some people think faith is like taking a leap into the dark, that faith is blind. But the Bible says it's the opposite. Away from God, we are in the dark. That's when we are blind, stumbling around. John Newton was a notorious slave trader, but coming to know Jesus changed him forever. He spent the rest of his life working to free slaves and wrote the hymn, Amazing Grace. I once was blind, he sang, but now I see. When we come home to God, it is not a leap into darkness. It is a magnificent leap into life. The light of God's love for us. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in the darkness, but shall have the light of life. John 8, 12. May the God of all hope, peace, love, and joy um, visit us this Advent season and provide us for our every need. Thank you for sending us Jesus, our everlasting light. May the God of all hope, peace, joy, and love visit, a, visit our Colombian brothers and sisters in Christ this Advent season and provide their every need. Thank you for giving them the gift of Jesus, their faithful, magnificent light.
God, we tire of waiting. We tire of, of scandal. We tire of bad news. We tire of requests for time, money, and soul. We tire of these because we frequently consider ourselves more righteous than we ought. Forgive us our stingy impatience and grant us your generous spirit. Restore us, O Lord God of hosts. Let your face shine that we may be saved. Procession. During the Christian greeting, also Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus. After their entrance, I will invite the audience to gather around the nativity. Please stand and greet your neighbors at this time.
In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him, not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth 
in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and whom was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left him and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see what this thing is that has taken place. When the Lord has made known to us, so they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told to them about this child, and all whom had heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds had returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told to them. You, the audience, are invited to come down the side and center aisle to join Nativity characters who are waiting for the appearance of baby Jesus and his parents.
we are invited to join the animals, shepherds, angels, wise men, wise women, and innkeepers, not as spectators from afar, but to come close. Together, we can stay with them. We also have come to worship. We will worship with three songs. The children and all who are able are invited to kneel, and all of us are invited to focus on Jesus and who he is. A string of pearls and a cashmere robe. We thought you'd clench an iron fist and rain like fire on the politics. But without a sword, no armored guard. But come and born in mother's arms. The government now rests upon the shoulders of this baby son. Have you no Inside your heart, the in is full, the out is dark. Upon profane shines sacred sun, not ashamed to be one of us, but without a sword. No armored guard, but come and born in mother's arms. The government now rests upon the shoulders of this baby son. Gloria. Hallelujah, Christ the Lord, we long for you, Gloria, Hallelujah, Christ the Lord, we long for you, Glory. the Lord, we belong for you, Gloria, hallelujah, Christ the Lord, we belong for you. Now 
going to sing Away in the Manger, and I'll lead the first verse, and then we can all join in together for verses one and two. join me for that same verse and we'll sing another verse together as well. Jesus, joy of the highest heaven, born as a little baby under a wondrous star. Like us crying, he takes his first breath, held by his mother Close to her beating heart, Jesus laid in a lonely manger, facing a world of danger, come to turn me a stranger into a child of the highest heaven, the 
He will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He will turn many of the people of Israel to the Lord of their God. With the spirit and power of Elijah, he will go before him to turn the hearts of parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zachariah <laughs> said to the angel, how will I get to know that this is so? For I am an old man, and my wife is getting on in years. Thank you for coming to Bethlehem and seeing this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us here at Metamora Mennonite Church. Let us slowly and quietly return to our seats, glorifying and praising God for all we have heard and seen. Let us also go to our cities and towns, Peoria, Roanoke, Eureka, Washburn, Low Point, Washington, and tell the good news about how God has come to be with all people. All right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Should we turn the lights back on or keep it? I mean, they could fall asleep on the 
sermon. I mean, no, <laughs> no it's good. It's good. So, um, yes, what a gift. Thank you for your participation in coming to live worship at the stable this morning. Um, a special thanks to, to Janie and Jan, Stephen, Miley, all those who were in Ron, um, and obviously the students who have helped put that together. So thank you. Let's just hear it for, for them and their production. So thank you. Yeah. So we have all been invited into the story, invited to come to participate into uh, this, this live worship at the stable. And we're, we are all called to belong and to be redeemed by grace. Um, this Advent season has been uh, a blessed one for sure here at Metamore Mennonite. Um, uh, just this whole theme of what are, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? With invitations, uh, uh, the first week we had an invitation to work towards and for peace and inviting others into that work of peace as well. In our second week, we, um, we reflected on the question, have I slipped have I slipped into living a life of indifference, as John the Baptist has called us to repentance, um, and, the, and re- we rested in the reality that God is not indifferent to what is happening in the world, and God is not indifferent to what is happening in your lives. Last Sunday, we paused and, and we noticed, um, we, we, we attempted to notice and to name the ways that we have both heard and seen God at work in our lives and in the lives around us. Um, a couple weeks ago, we had the blessing of celebrating the baptism of uh, Nicole Workley. Uh, that was two weeks ago. And last week, Ruth Freeman joined uh, Men Were Midnight Church as a member. And then this past Wednesday night, John led a very impactful longest night service here on Wednesday night in which we talked about dreams. And today we have another passage that, uh, I always say Coach Danner, <laughs> Mr. Danner, <laughs> He's coached to me. Uh, read this morning about Joseph and a dream that he had, um, and that's what our what our text is this morning. So uh, I'll be a bit shorter because of our amazing uh, time with the children uh, live at the stable. And um, yeah, not quite there yet, but uh, oh, I am actually. So as we begin in the sermon part, uh, I just do we have any fans of the original Peter Pan, 1953? Anyone? Anyone? You guys remember this? And, uh, you know, the 1953 version, I think there was a re-release at some point. And the opening clip of this movie reminds me of the season that we are in, the season of Advent. Um, The movie begins, not ends. Now, the older um, movies always had the credits at the beginning part of the the movie instead of the end, right? So they kind of had this, this, uh, scrolling of all the names of the people who were involved in bringing you the story. Okay, in bringing you the story. And uh, this reminds me of Matthew chapter 1, verse 1 through 17. Now, we read 18 through 25, but the first portion of Matthew is names. It's the genealogy of Jesus, right? It's, it's, it's going back. And so we'll just hit play here, and it's going to... So we have these names scrolling of the people who were involved in, in bringing the story of Peter Pan to be, Right? Uh, so it just kind of reminds me of, you know, the, again, uh, Matthew chapter 1. And then the opening uh, three words we're going to listen into, or three, three lines we're going to listen to here, which also reminds me of the season. Volume. All this has happened before, and it will all happen again. 
But this time it happened in London. Okay, that's good. All right, and so the next slide here, we, here's, here's the opening three lines. And all this happened before, and it will happen again, but this time it happened in London. Okay? Let's just repeat this all together. All this happened before, and it will all happen again, but this time. So I want to keep this phrase in mind as we proceed today with our scripture text, okay, from Matthew chapter 1. Now, Unlike our worship at the stable this morning, our text that, uh, that Coach read uh, is the shortest, it's the simplest of all the Christmas narratives. Uh, Jesus is born in verse, verse 25, okay? Uh, she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name of Jesus. Pretty simple, short, to the point, almost matter of fact, okay? There's no mention of angels, okay, in the text. There's no mention of animals, stars, shepherds, and the like. She gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Well, who is he? He is Joseph. Joseph. It's the shortest. It's the simplest. It's, it's Matthew. It's, it doesn't have all the pageantry, if you will. It's just Jesus is born. Okay? It's almost, uh, it's almost as if it, it seems more to be about Joseph than any, anyone or anything else. Um, now, we know that the story is about Jesus, right? But this morning, we're, we're given this lens to look through, this lens of Joseph, okay? I'm grateful for the multiple lenses that were given throughout Scripture about the Christmas story, the four gospel accounts. Um, but today, it's, it's really about Joseph, okay? All right, about Joseph. So I want to read uh, the text here again. So there, uh, there, uh, this is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to, to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, and yet, okay, that's very important, and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. Now, you know, Joseph receives the news. He's, he's probably got some questions, Right? Hey, Mary, the one you're uh, engaged to be married to, um, well, she's pregnant. You could just sort of imagine, uh, and, and, who's, and who's the father here? Okay, uh, he might ask, uh, and the Holy Spirit is the answer. Well, that clears things up, right? I mean, that just, yep, that makes sense, yeah. So, uh, the Holy Spirit, so maybe even just more confusion. Um, and it's a bit scandalous, potentially to say the least, um, news of a pregnancy, whispers of unfaithfulness, perhaps. Um, hey, did you hear about Mary? Um, has there been infidelity between the two? Okay. So Joseph, okay, in the light of day, we'll call it, in the light of day, a decision to divorce her quietly. Okay. Now, uh, in Deuteronomy, there's a law. She could have been stoned for such a reality, okay? But he is faithful to, to the law and yet did not want to expose her to a public disgrace, which would involve stoning, okay? Um, and so he has, in the light of day, a decision to divorce her quietly. And he will do this on perhaps the next morning. The story continues, but after he had considered this, 
the divorce. An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what, has, what, is, conceived, what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name of Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the, what the Lord had said through the prophet, the virgin will conceive, um, will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel which means God with us. So again with Joseph, what appears to be one thing in the light of day, this in the light of public scandal perhaps, however becomes another thing altogether in the night of silence, of listening and of waiting through this dream, this visit from the angel, angel of the Lord. There is a scandal and there's a real danger um, surrounding this birth narrative. Okay? Death could have been an option set forth in the law found in Deuteronomy, but there's a different kind of scandal present in the text. So we can be all consumed about, well, what, what's really going on? But there's a different scandal altogether, and that's the scandal of God with us, Emmanuel. God, God with us. Because wait a minute, isn't God up there? Isn't God in the heavens, uh, somewhere in the heavens? God is out there somewhere, a distant reality to be sure. But there's a scandal of God with us. Okay? God is intimate, intimately present to humanity. The scandal of humanity becoming pregnant with God. Okay? So the world may whisper, the world may whisper, has Mary been unfaithful to Joseph? But this question, I think, misses the point. Okay? Could the scandal of Emmanuel, God with us, be a reminder of God's faithfulness to his people? So it's not about unfaithfulness and asking that question. It's really a matter of God's faithfulness to his people. To his people. Okay? Um, so Joseph, a righteous man, one who follows the law, again, could have enforced punishment and infidelity, of infidelity. However, Joseph elects a different path, one that would save life and divorce her quietly. And yet God invites Joseph to a third option, a third way. God offers Joseph a different choice. What will Joseph choose? Which way will he go? So the story continues. When Joseph woke up, when Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took uh, Mary home as his wife. But he, uh, he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Je so we see Joseph here. Joseph entrusting himself to this dream, and trusting himself to the angel of the Lord that, that came in the night. The angel, the Lord, um, invites him to a different way. And Joseph experiences God with him. So Joseph woke up. Joseph woke up. He woke up, and he chose a path that he knew would not be easy. He woke up. It would be the more difficult one to choose for sure. So we see in our text this morning, 
It's really quite simple. Joseph receives an invitation from God. And Joseph wakes up and follows that in obedience. Obedience. Followed by obedience. This act of obedience was an act of letting go, I think, for Joseph, right? Because I think Joseph had to let go of a lot of things when he receives this dream. He has to let go of perhaps questions that he has. He has to let go of some of the doubts. He would have to let go of some fear. Let go of, you know, hopes of what he thought his life would be like with Mary. He has to let go of his reputation. Because people are going to talk. He has to let go of uh, what the law says is possible. Punishment. He drops them all and he lets them go. And he woke up to what he woke up to God's invitation. So this morning, I think what I want to just uh, for us to consider is the invitation that Joseph has. Uh, this morning we have the same invitation because all this happened before, and it will happen again. But this time, it happened in Metamore. In Washington, in Roanoke, in Eureka. All this happened before. And it will all happen again. And this time, may it happen in your life. As we continue the journey of Advent, we, like Joseph, are offered a different path. One that is more open, more receptive, so that we all might help give birth to God's Son in our time and in our culture. Letting go as Joseph had to let go creates space, it creates openness and opportunity for God so that it can happen again. But this time, here and now, this time in Metamora, Roanoke, Eureka, Washington, Peoria. And in your life. We'll just conclude with this thought, or just this prayer. What was conceived in Mary was from the Holy Spirit. And may what is conceived in you be from that same Spirit. Because in this season, we wait for God's presence, God with us, and may God be incarnate in your life as we celebrate Christmas. Amen. During the sending song, the children have made straw bundles and tied them with red yarn and placed them in the manger. Take a straw bundle with you as a visual reminder that God is with us.
hills and clay repeat the sounding joy repeat the sounding joy repeat repeat the sounding joy no more let sins and sorrows flow nor thorns infest the ground he comes to is found, far as the curse is found, far as, far as the curse is found. He rules the world with truth and grace, and makes the nations prove the glories of We've had a very rich spiritual time of worship this morning. Uh, this is your time to contribute if you'd like to. Uh, say a word about the wonders of God's love, uh, the wonders of the Holy Spirit's presence helping us to be open. Uh, Steve has the microphone. Please raise your hand. Michael Tiemann. Hope everybody has a um, happy and safe Christmas. May their travels be safe in their Christmas be joyful. Amen. In your mercy, Lord, hear our prayers. Anna Tiemann? I've seen on... Um my phone this morning a little story of um, this gentleman who has been a Santa Claus for over 23 years um, has been working all year long to get presents for the children who are at uh, St. Francis who is not going to be able to be home for Christmas, and he says the only thing that keeps him going all year long and keeps doing this every single year is the children. 
and how happy he makes them. And he said that he had enough presents this year that it was a U-Haul full, almost actually fallen out of it. So these children will have smile on their faces all year long because of the presents they're going to receive this Christmas from Santa. And I, I just want to say that those who are not going to be able to be home, let's remember those children that are in the hospitals or the children that don't even have parents right now because of them being aborted or anything like um, from countries that they get separated. And let's just pray that there is somebody out there that will give them presents this year. We give thanks for this uh, example of God's wondrous love and provision, and we pray for children, especially those uh, separated from their homes. In your mercy, Lord, hear us. wonderful to see families gathered, God gathered together, God gathers each of us together today and we give praise to God. Friends, let's continue in prayer. Lord God of hosts, our shepherd, thank you for the gift of our service this morning, for our children, signs of your presence in our lives and world which are often stressed and broken. We trust that they will know your steadfast love, will know you, Jesus, as their friend and will receive, Holy Spirit, your life and flourishing. So they will not be afraid to follow. Thank you, Jesus, raised from death in power according to the Holy Spirit for being God with us. Thank you for gathering us for families reunited for Christmas celebration. Thank you for turning your face to our requests and praises. Please renew strength and bring healing to those who are in pain, who are exhausted, who grieve, who are not able to be with us. Thank you for restoring us, for saving us. Thank you for helping us to work even on our attitudes that sometimes need adjustment. Please give safe travel to those away from home during the holidays. And we pray for the world that you love, which is our home. We pray for Andrea Castro Serrano, 
working at Casa Alitas in Tucson. Please give us life. We will continue to call on your name. Now we pray with Jesus, our Father, who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Are there any announcements? Just a few comments about the play. First, thanks to everyone who participated, everyone who participated, and the children did a great job. I felt it was very moving seeing them come down the aisle. And thanks especially to the writer and director, that's Jeannie, of the play. Good job. Also, there's a few things that we forgot. One line got left out, and it, it needs to be said. Would you like to say your line, Hudson? Okay. There's no room in the inn. <laughs> All right, just a reminder to make room. Um, also, as I'm just going to repeat what Stella said and reiterate it, but you're welcome during the sending song. The children tied bundles of straw up there, but you're welcome to come during that song or if you'd rather, rather wait till the end of our service. So it's just our reminder of God with us this week as we go. So you're welcome to come get those as the sending song. Proceeds. Anyone else? I just want to thank the curlers, curlers that came on Wednesday to sing at their homes. That was great. And the Canals had the little girls also. Thank you. I have a couple announcements real quick. Uh, uh, one is, I believe there's no Sunday school this morning um, for anybody. And so we have treats and goodies in the library. So an extended time of just fellowship, being with one another, and hopefully you can join us for that. So that will be right after the service. Um, Christmas Eve service uh, this year will be 4 o'clock uh, p.m. Um, just encourage you to invite someone who might not have a home a church family uh, to, to be a, a faith community to be a part of. So if you have anyone that comes to mind, all are welcome. Uh, that's at 4 o'clock on Christmas Eve, which is the 24th this year. Um, had to get a joke in. I mean, and then, last but not least, Stories from Saints, Season 2, Episode 4 is here. So Mark and Kelly Thanum participated in this, and uh, they have some great stories that you want to listen to. Uh, we'll also send out the link later uh, today through email. So there's these will be in the back um, if you want a copy on the old-fashioned CD. So any other announcements? If not, we can... Oh, announcement over there. Go ahead. Yes, Al. Yep. 
Yeah, I just want to thank everybody here for their hospitality here at the church. It's a wonderful place to be back home again. And uh, I want to remind each and every one of you to take this time to seek out someone who doesn't know the Lord Jesus Christ and take the time and effort to explain to him or her about why they need Jesus in their life and invite them to church. And Merry Christmas to all of you. Please stand for the benediction. May we find the strength and courage to look around, observe what God has done and is doing, and enter fully into the reality of God with us. May we surrender to our God, embracing the one to whom we are called to belong. Amen. May the weight on the Lord will renew their strength. Run and not get weary, walk and not faint. May the weight on the Lord will renew their strength. Run and not get weary. Did you not know, have you not heard, our Father does not get weary, he'll bring passion to a willing heart, and even the youth get tired and faint, but strength will come to those who wait, they the wait on the Lord will renew their strength. Run and not get weary, walk and not fade. May the weight on the Lord will renew their strength. Run and not get weary, walk and not May the weight on the Lord will renew their strength. Run and not get weary, walk and not faint. May the weight on the Lord will renew their strength. Run and not get weary. Walk in that vein. Did you not know? Have you not heard? 
Our Father does not get weary. He'll bring passion to a willing heart. And even the youth get tired and faint. But strength will come to those who wait. If you wait on the Lord, He'll renew your strength. Run and not get weary. Walk and not If we wait on the Lord, He'll renew our strength. Run and not get weary, walk and not faint. We will wait, we will wait, we will wait on you. We will run, we will run, we will run to you. We will wait, we will wait, we will wait on you. We will run, we will run, we will run to in peace.